When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, Los Angeles, United States, the Earth, the Universe, the Galaxy. I'm Ken Absock, and joining me today is our good friend, returning to the program, Owen Mugan, for a special edition of this is life. Hey. Welcome, Owen. It is nice to be back. Thanks, Ken. How you doing, man? Dude, I'm it's doing. Been a while. I'm doing good. I'm doing. It's been a while. Uh, a lot of changes. A lot of things uh, happened, and why uh, we were starting to do our show. This is life, and uh, it veered off uh, because of because of life. That was life. <laughs> exactly. As things tend to go. As things go, indeed. Uh, but. Um, we're here right now, and you text me the other day. I mean, we're obviously still very good friends, uh, dare I say, brothers, Absolutely. Uh, brothers in arms. And it was just like, hey, now's the time. Not that we're not yeah. each busy. One of the things I want to start here, and I want to go wherever you want to go, man. You're teaching right now at home with your son. Yes, yes. Uh, we're uh, so our, our nine-year-old is home, like um, most other children, and uh, and so you know he had when this first started to you know build up ahead of steam, we. Uh, we yanked him a little bit early from school. You know, yeah. we'd, it's funny. We have friends in Italy with whom we've been staying in close contact. Uh, and yeah. we've been sort of talking with those guys for about like, you know, three or so weeks before he was even sort of getting on the radar here. And we just started getting glimpses as to possibilities. And so we yanked him and then it, it kind of butted up against his spring break. And, uh, and then they extended it by a week. And then now yeah. it's like, okay, now we're starting to do the remote learning. And it's kind of awesome, you know, in a sense, because it's, you know, I, I get to, uh, <laughs> I get to teach a lot of things that I, you know, want to, you know, get into his brain. <laughs> and, uh, it's funny, Jackie, my wife is, uh, does the math with him all the time. And, and even like in normal times does the math. And right. I, as I say to, to my boy, I'm like, if you want to see daddy, um, do math, it, it'll be also a, a, a nice time to see daddy cry because I'll, I'll be very quickly a, a, a kid back in school and having no real concept of, of math. You know, if yep. Johnny has two apples and Billy has, has one apple, I burst into tears. It's too much, too much for me. <laughs> That's but a lot of fruit, man. That's a lot the, of fruit. It's a lot of fruit. It, give me the history stuff. Give me the so-called yeah. social studies as we get to call it. And then and I'm holding with that. That's awesome. So, it's cool. I'm actually, I assigned him uh, the other day. Um, I did a history podcast um, mm. a few years ago. I was very proud of. And uh, the Angry History Show. It's still on. If you go to uh, theangryhistoryshow.com, you can actually find it. Um, and I did one of my favorite episodes, which was um, They Came By Night, which was about the the Los Angeles air raid scare of 1942. Right. And uh, and it's an hour and a half. And it's sort of epic. And it's you know tons of archival and, and interviews and and some field recording. And so we did it across three days. It's like, you know, palace at half hour day. And then, you know, we'll come back and talk about it. And like Hughes, he fell in love with it. So that's kind of nice, you know, to have him appreciate something that I had done, you know, a handful of years ago and it holds up. 
Well, what I love about this yeah. here, it, we we are all uh, we're all dealing with the situation in different ways, and as it gets, uh, you know, uh, more lives, more people I know are being affected by this. Uh, mm-hmm. Even starting to touch a touch, a, uh, you know, touch the edges of my life, and you know, it, we all have to get through it some way. And I think that means you can be silly, we can laugh, we can joke about it. Uh, gallows humor works for me sometimes too, with within certain, uh, yeah, certain ranges of, of levels of respect and and, and um, care and caution sure. for the situation. But I so. We're talking about finding silver linings in the situation here. And one of the first ones I'm hearing is you not just quality time with your son, because you already spend great time with your, your young uh, son there. Yeah. But to actually, it sounds nefarious so far, control his education. But no, to really sit and connect with him during this time, it's got to even be a help for him as he tries to deal and understand what's going on with his young brain. You're absolutely right. And that's the thing. It's this, this, this idea of, of trying to not just, you know, teach him that's sort of, that's, that's fun. That's good, but it is, it's, it's like you said, it's to occupy his mind to help keep him, you know, balanced in, in a, in an unprecedented situation. And, uh, you know, it's like, luckily we've got, you know, you know, you know, we watch the movie up top, you know, we have outdoor space and we can hang out and, um, and, you know, luckily we have room in the house. But it's, you know, after a while, it gets to be tedious. And you, the other day, he's like, Dad, I think I'm losing my mind. I think I'm going insane. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I said, enjoy it, son. You know, <laughs> roll with it. But, um, but you know, at, at nine, where, when, where his understanding of things is is certainly more complex, you know, than it was a year ago. And it continues to, to get more complex mm-hmm. as, as his brain develops. It's, you know, he knows what's going on. He knows what's going on is is scary and not cool. Yeah. And, uh so, you know, we, so Jackie and I have to try to balance it out with him and, and, you know, give him room to, you know, express himself. And then, you know, we we're always, we we're always big on that. It's like, you know, yeah. you can say whatever you want, you know, it's gotta be done respectfully, but you know, the idea there, there's, there's no, there are no forbidden ideas mm. and, 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 and I want him. And yesterday we were supposed to like some of the things that we're doing is, you know, Hey, group Skype, but some of his, his pals from school. Nice. And yesterday he's like, dad, he's like, dad, I'm not in the mood. I, I don't want to do it. And I was like, all right, well, go on and tell your buddies, you know, and you know, big boy Sally went on and they logged in and he goes, Hey guys, listen, I'm sort of in a bad mood today. I don't feel like doing it. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. And it's like, he's, you know, he's in touch with what he's feeling and that's, that's important. You know? He might be more Star Trek helps. Your Star Trek helps. Don't get into that. He might be more in, in touch with his feelings than adults. I know <laughs> that's, yeah, well, I mean, he's he's also less burdened in a lot of ways. You that's know? true. Um, yeah, but that's for sure. But uh, yeah. and he, he actually he doesn't, he doesn't start drinking until like four after in the afternoon now. Oh, well, so that's a good time. Yeah, at nine you want to pace yourself. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> exactly. want to pace yourself at nine. Uh, and how are you doing, man? How how are you doing, brother? Uh, take it where you want to go, man. Uh, I love hearing. I'm from good, you. man. I mean, it, it's it's you know, it, I I do. Uh, I spent a lot of time in news. I spent most of my yeah. adult life uh, producing news. And one of the lessons I learned over time was, was you have to, <laughs> you have to distance yourself from news, you know, for, yeah. for, for, the, for your own, for your own mental health, you have to back the hell away. And so I give myself dark days, you know, um, I just, I don't tune in. I don't, I don't pay, I don't watch anything, you know, and if, if something I need to know, Jackie will let me know. Um, and then other days I just do like yesterday, I, I took a full dose and, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and got myself caught up and then I went into the office where we're talking now and, uh, meditated for about you know 30 minutes. And that oh, helped too. Smart. Um, but it's, it depends. It you know it comes and goes, man. You know, it, yeah. I was talking to uh, to a buddy of mine about at least at this you know early stage the the, the contrasts between um, how I was feeling in the immediate time after nine eleven uh, mm, versus yeah. now, and and as shocking as it was, and as 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 um, as brutal and as horrific as it was, um, yeah. 
we could all gather in a bar, we could all hug each other, we could all see our friends. Yeah. And 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 that's that's something that of course is vastly different here, you know. That uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah th- that's a powerful point because this uh, in our lifetimes this is I, I directly kind of compare this to 9-11, though they are very different. They're very different. Um, but also just kind of that feeling. I just remember standing outside my work at 2 in the morning hearing jet fighters flying over the San mm-hmm. Fernando Valley and going, what's happening? And so I have a lot of that, what's happening? Like I was just kind of thinking, the way because the way life works, we're in this 12-second news cycle. There's a good chance. That's right. This Say this say this wraps up June. We're like, great, everyone, you can go to parks again, barbecue, hold hands, we're good. The way life right. seems to work, two weeks from two weeks after, after that, we might be like, "Did that really happen?" And forget it. And 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 I and, and I want yes. lessons to be learned from this. I want I want to you know. And I'm not someone who's oh, you know me. I don't. I've never overreacted to any of this. It's it's don't panic, which means stay calm, stay centered. Uh, uh, you know, right. Uh, uh, approach it serious uh, with seriousness, but also don't lose your head about it. Um, but don't you know what I mean? Like we're nine eleven. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I do. It, we gathered around it. It, it the legend, uh, and I mean that uh, respectfully. But the legend grew right from the start. We were all around each other to get through it. This we haven't even begun to kind of process it, and I fear it might be gone. <laughs> well, that's that, you, you raise a great point because we do have that. I used to think of it. it it's a sort of a strange analogy, but mm. like you know how we we have a president. No matter what mm. you think of of any president, but right. once a president gets elected. Mm we begin to hear that person's name all the time, all the time, all the time. And it becomes sort of a thing. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, someone else becomes president and then that name you don't hear as much anymore. And it's, and so it's replaced. So we do, we, we adapt to the information that's given us constantly. And I think there's certainly, there is that risk that, you know, people want this to go away (laughs) clearly. And, and, and we, you know, we don't like to be taught lessons and we have some, you know, we have Mm. certain innate stubbornnesses, which is, which are great, but yeah, I mean, there's, Hopefully, the, hopefully the lessons that we'll learn, we'll, we will learn, will be uh, on the the larger scale of you know. Let's yeah. let's make sure we're always keeping our eyes on things like this. How are you doing? Um, I'm good, man. You know, the, you know, my my journey with this has grown, and and um, where I never never uh, was like, bah, this is nothing. You know, you're always going to pay attention, but there's uh, there's sure. that feeling that especially when something starts on other shores, you you just don't think it's coming this way. You don't believe right. it. And I'm starting to see people in smaller towns, my hometown, uh, my girlfriend's hometown, yeah. where this is starting to reach there. And it's like, this <clears throat> this ain't L.A. New York stuff, too. Uh, and so I always, as as information changes or information grows or information becomes more apparent or comes more to light, I always just, I, 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 I don't say I'm proud to do this, but like happy that I, I have the ability to adjust with the information and grow with the information. And right. go, okay, right. two weeks ago I thought it was this. To now, I think it's this, and uh, we'll go where it goes, and just and that and a lot of that, like I said, dis- disconnecting from the news, but trying to find the real data, um, and listening for myself. I was listening to uh, Mayor Garcetti's uh, uh, press conference yesterday on a, on a local news station. That I listen to all the time, um, mm-hmm. and I, it, while it's more right leaning, I just I just have it on because I just sometimes like the personality. Sure. Conway Tim Conway Jr. is the guy at night, right? Um, but I was listening to the guys during the day talking to Garcetti's thing, and I'm listening to it just as, all right, uh, I, there's a lot of things he does I don't like, but I'm just going to listen to what he's saying now because he's in the position of authority. And they're chip- these guys are chiming in with dumb comments, and I was like, I had to turn it off. I want raw data. I, want, I don't want filtered. That's it, man. That's I want it. the real stuff right. that I can process. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is where, you know, this... 
and I highly recommend it, you know, and, and I say this only as a media professional, <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. going to claim any other sort of professional anything. Uh, but it, it's, it's a, it's a healthier way it is, you know, t- get your fill, maybe get a little bit less than your fill and then just move the hell on to something else, you know? Yeah. Cause yeah. you have to, otherwise, you know, it's the, the thing that is, Similar to nine eleven, the post nine eleven uh, experience for certainly for me. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, for those who who, sure. who didn't listen to the older episodes, you you were in New York. You're a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker, born and bred, and you were in the city during those times. Yeah, we were. You know, we were we were nine hundred feet away. We were you know four blocks away, and and it just became such a a. Uh, the amount of information was too much for me to take. And I, I, I didn't have a break because it was happening in our neighborhood, you know, and then we were you know, chased out of our place for you know, a couple months and we stayed still in the neighborhood, but then I'd have to go to work. Uh, you know, I worked at Fox news and, yeah. um, so there was very little break. And so I really developed this, this, this very healthy habit afterwards right. of took me a while, to, took me a while to get there yeah. of just, you know, just, just slowing that down, man, because it's too much. It is, it is, so incredibly harmful on the inside, yeah. You know, not just to your mind, but to your body. You know, mm, absolutely. But again, which is where Star Trek comes in. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, always, I, I'm always willing to push into that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, um, no, I want to talk to you. One one final note here because I have you, and you mentioned it. You know, no, you, let's wor- go. you worked in the news, and I, you know, you worked for Shep Smith uh, years years ago, and mm-hmm. and um, media has changed over the years. You mentioned where you worked, and and that has changed over the mm-hmm. years. Uh, no matter what you think, yeah. about. but like. Just overall, I'm not. I'm not even picking on any particular brand or, or, or channel. Um, how do we, right. on someone on the outside, how do we? And you were so, you were someone on the inside. Without a doubt, it's entertainment as well as information. It isn't PB. It isn't McNeil uh, Lair Hour. You know, um, right? That's uh, the problem. That's the problem. And and how do we, from the outside, that erodes discipline. Yes. Is, do you, how do you fling the 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 chuff out and get the facts from some of these things, or just? Can you not? As it doesn't uh-huh. exist, I, I think you can. I mean, you, you people have to be judicious with their sources and and what it is they choose to consume. You know, uh, you look on Facebook, and then you know you've got these people saying, "Oh, well, I heard," you know, and it's like, yeah. "Why don't you just stop talking?" And people and people want to spread stuff and they want to give information, and generally they want to give it helpfully yeah. because they want to feel as though they have some power that they're retaining some sense of control in a, in a situation which is so hard to control, but. You know, like Facebook, man, I just turned that off. But yep. what I what I do uh, is I watch uh, the news hour on PBS. Okay. Yep. And because it is it's 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 sober, it's a straight shot. Mm. And there's 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 no editorializing you know, except for that one segment where they have these two guys talking about stuff. But it's not like it's not a circus. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I tend to not turn on the rest. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the 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 Foxes and CNNs and MSNBCs have a. Uh, a mandate to be colorful and and filled with personalities, uh, and and you know as far as Fox goes, you know, there's two there are two sides in that place. There is the opinion side where you're getting so much of this noise, and then there's a the legitimate, hardworking news side where you have news professionals who are trying to get good information out. And yeah. it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough, tough. But <laughs> it's tough. again, you're right. It's entertainment, and it didn't it didn't used to be that way. Yeah, but, you know the rules were changed, and and then all of a sudden you had these news divisions being fallen falling under the the auspices of uh, the entertainment departments of these major companies, and that's, that's you know, unfortunately that's the way it went. It's yeah. the way yeah. it went. The way it went. The way it went. So yeah, we exactly. have we but have this this yeah. this thing though. Like, go ahead. Sorry, Tom. No, go no, no. Go for it. You run with it, man. 
I'm not just saying this, you know, the, being able to, to talk like this, you and I, mm-hmm. we've seen so many people are, are you know, are, are reaching out and they want to communicate and they want to keep mm-hmm. things going. And I think it's very important, especially now, to to have dialogue and to, yeah. and to not, you know, necessarily say, well, here's what I think about the virus itself, but, mm-hmm. you know. Like, hey, how was your day, man? Did you do anything funny or weird? You know, did you, you know, what, yeah. you know, are you walking around the neighborhood? That kind of stuff. I mean, this is, this is going to help us from feeling, you know, fully isolated. It is because I think that is the, 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 the weirdest thing going on right now. Perhaps the dangerous thing is, is it because it is so isolating because it has to be, uh, even under the best circumstances. Right. It's like I, at one point yesterday, you know, Grace and I have gone for a little walk here and there and, and we try to be safe that we're, we're near a big walking path. And I guess everyone just feels that walking path, yeah. uh, has no virus can touch it. And there's just the whole city's out there on it. Um, so we're trying to yep. av- avoid that as best we can. But like yesterday I just had to do the, I need to get in my car and I'm, I just got to drive until I, I yeah, need man. To turn around because you know, a little mental health check. Um, so we're good. That's we're, it. we're finding the things. And I think celebrating the little things and not being afraid. Like I'm not, I have no shame right now in tweeting out a podcast link on Twitter because this is a fireside Absolutely. chat. This is fireside chat around the radio. That's exactly what it is, dude. It's exactly what it is. You know, yeah. and, and, and the value is, is tremendous for this kind of stuff, especially, you know, yeah. in the, in the, the, the folks who are, who are, you, who are your fans and, and who you orbit around their lives in, in, in the various things that you do. It's got real value. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced of it. You know, truly all in this together. Um, you and the maniac Makuga. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I miss everyone, seeing everyone face to face. Absolutely there. And we got to find the little things to enjoy. Little things like Star Trek. All right. I want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I haven't watched Picard. Oh, I just, you know what? Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. tell you, I mean, I'm going to get, uh, you know, Rob Burnett is uh, probably, you know, kicked me in the teeth for uh, for liking this show. But <laughs> um, you I know. liked it. It had problems. But it's uh, but it's interesting. You know, he, he came back, Stuart. He yeah. said, you know, because times were weird and, and he, if he felt that there may have been maybe some value in him returning to the character yeah. in 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 these times. And, man, they got weirder uh, in the middle of that show. But, um, mm. yeah, it's I, I love it. You know, I love seeing him back. And I love to... Uh, to see how they sort of imagine this guy as a 94 year old, you know, especially if you look at all he went through and he went through so much because yeah. the episodic nature of star Trek, you have to have your lead guy go through all this insane stuff. But now it's like, it, this is a show in a new era where everything is serialized. So yeah. you're taking, you know, you're taking these deep dives into what this guy's, uh, you know, condition is after having been a Borg, after yeah. having lived an entire man's life, you know, and, and, you know, in the, in the span of 20 minutes, but it's fun. But for us and, for my boy, mm. it's like we throw on the old Trek too, which is sort of terrific. And he's like, it's so great. And like, I know you're a, a, a yeah. Star Wars guy above all else. And I, you know, I love Star Wars, but I was always more of a Trek guy. And, yeah. and great thing is, and we're, you know, what I'm teaching my son is not teaching him, but I'm, I'm not teaching him. He can only like one thing. I'm just letting it go naturally. And he likes both. Sure. And that's, that's a great thing. He's like, you can like both, you know, unless until he gets online and someone's going to call him a, you know, a million names for liking something. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. but we're, we're, we are uh, knee deep in Trek right now and it's, and it's comforting and it's great. And it's something that I've, that's always been good for me my whole life. And I, I'm, I'm loving that he's digging it. You know, that's no, that's great. I mean, uh, yeah, I've, I've watched, I've watched star Wars with him. I, I know you're, 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 your son has That's right. passions across the board, which is great. That there shouldn't be no uh, lane you have to go into, especially that early. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, exactly. You know, it, it. You know, there's some probably some hardwiring in, in in his brain uh, that's connected to yours, and so it would make sense that he's uh, gravitating towards something that uh, helped your life. It continues to feel absolutely. Like, feel it is life. nice. Absolutely, I, I agree. You know, it was funny the other night we were watching. Uh, 
you know, I'm a huge Indiana Jones guy. I love him to death. You yeah. know, Raiders is my, you know, Supersnuts favorite movie. And, yeah. and when I felt he was old enough, um, I took him to see it at the Dome in, in 70. It was fantastic. Oh, it was, yeah. you know, what a beautiful day, you know. And uh, and we finally got around to, like, you know, I didn't let him watch Star Trek V. Same with Jackie, my wife. Mm-hmm. You know, a thousand years. We've been together for, you know, 29 years. And uh, when Star Trek V uh, had come out in 89, and I, we started going out in 91 and she totally got into Star Trek, which was amazing. A woman as beautiful as she, and I just felt like, I felt like the, the, the happiest man in the world, but I didn't, I didn't let her, didn't let her. I was like, you know, I, I withheld Star Trek five until I felt like her <laughs> yeah. love for Trek was healthy enough to take it. And, uh, and so similarly with, with, uh, Indiana Jones, I, I felt the same with, um, Crystal Skull. So we finally watched it the other night and, uh, and at the end of it, he goes, dad, Harrison Ford was great. He goes, but that movie wasn't very good. I was like, you're my son. I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've just been doing the big Temple of Doom rewatch myself for another show. And, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. What's you guys going to be talking about it or have you? Oh, we did. It was uh, my friend, uh, Billy Patterson's show, hot takes. And, uh, we, we and I, he and I share, and I think with you, like uh, as, as big as a star Wars fan, I, as I am, Indiana Jones is probably my favorite cinematic character. It's probably the one I grew up wishing I could be, and and, and probably because it's here on Earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I had to sit down, and I've seen Temple of Doom maybe less than eight times, man. Like, or or ten times. I, 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 yeah. It's a, it's what the, what, what is often called now, it's a problematic film, Yeah, you know, certainly, but I still enjoy it. And, and it's, and it's, it is, it's extremely cinematic and cinematic looking. It's a gorgeous film. Douglas Slocum shot the hell out of that movie yeah. and um, it looks great, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's, it's a weird messed up movie, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, sure. but Indy's still awesome at it, you know? Um, yeah. 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 It's, it's cuckoo. Are, are you, are you, are you still washing your hands? Uh, am I still washing my oh, hands? Oh, uh, absolutely, and, yeah. and and I really do hope it's not even cool. a joke anymore. Really hope that uh, when when this all so whenever we get back to whatever we're going to call normal, uh, that uh, hand washing in men's restrooms becomes required by law is something I'd like to see. <laughs> exactly, it's amazing how I mean how many guys are just such dirtbags about it, you know, <laughs> in normal times. Like, I, come I, on, dude. I hear, really? yeah. <laughs> I hear rumors it's the, the the ladies' restroom sometimes is just as bad. I don't believe it because they have a couch and, and a plant in there and, and spa music playing. <laughs> but you know, exactly. we had, we had done that traveling, which you know, in retrospect, maybe we wouldn't have done. As again, as information changes, we were in Vegas, uh, and sure. um, I didn't get sick. I didn't get sick at all. I, I really because normally I get that right. Vegas flu because. Everyone and and I I'm always a hand washer in the restrooms, um, mm-hmm. but but it there was the line to do it and I talked about it on a previous Napsack files, but like that that's mind blowing that that hasn't been the case before. <laughs> right, you know it's funny I'm cracking up about this. I was thinking about it as I you know washed my hands. We got some groceries in and right. you know we did our sort of Silkwood shower afterwards. And um, but it was this idea of like I don't think anyone is going to want to hear happy birthday at their party anymore. It's, it's going to sort of turn into this, like, remember how like in movie, there yeah. was a family that owned the rights to happy birthday. And unless you had a ton of money, you could not use happy birthday in a film, like the most normal song we're used to. And said it was like, to hear is a jolly good fellow. Right. And, uh, but I think we're going to get back to that. It's like, who the hell is going to want to sing this song anymore after this, you know, <laughs> happy birthday, you know, three times in a row to wash your hands. Well, yeah. Right. It's going to be in our <laughs> brain here. Yeah. A few minutes we have uh, left here with you. And I know you got to go, you have to go teach social studies very soon around, I'm around very excited about it very, very excited, excited. um uh so yeah yeah go ahead 
No, no, no. I was just saying that yeah, I, I've decided on one of the, another of the episodes uh, to to play for him, and, and he was like, oh, yeah. "Dad, I want some more World War II stuff." And I had one, which I was one of the earlier ones that I had done, and it's sort of reflective of mm-hmm. it's 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 an anxiety filled episode because it deals with uh, people's reaction on the streets. Uh, of a handful of American cities on December 8th, 1941, mm. the day after Pearl Harbor was attacked by Imperial Japan. And um, the Lomax brothers, who, who did all a lot of this recording of, uh, you know, Appalachian music and, mm. and, uh, and, and Southern music and all that, with these 130-pound, quote, you know, uh, portable recorders, right. repassed <laughs> and instead sent people out to the streets and just to talk about how they were feeling after the attack. So I'm going to start him off on that one, I think. But, wow, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I'm going to download that one on that podcast. I'll send you the link. It's good. Please. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's part of it too here. As, as we, as we, you know, at some point, again, uh, what what's normal after this? Or will we just forget it in two weeks? Like, wow, that's, you know, I can't believe, did that really happen? Whatever. Um, it's going to be surreal. But just assume we get back to some sort of normality on the fun side of things, Owen. Uh, you, you, you love going for walks. It's still possible in these times. But have you thought, have you thought about what's the... F- What's the first normal thing you want to do when you can again? It was funny. We were watching Cobra Kai last night, and they had, uh, which I love, by the way, shocking. Yeah. It's, it's enjoyable as hell. Um, they had this, uh, the, 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 the Valley Festival, and it was just, just like people outside gathered at a thing and all that. And so I remember that thing that you guys went to us with a couple of times, the, oh, yeah. uh, the odd market. In, uh, yeah. in, like that I would love. Like that. I'm such a social animal, as you know, and uh, but just to get back into that sort of fun hangout scene, just like a nice, like for me, I'm, I'm shooting for the odd market. Like that's, that's that's sort of the thing that pops into my head when I think about something fun to do. So funny you mentioned that. I actually on my drive yesterday to get out, I, I drove past. I was driving through Griffith Park and uh, drove past uh-huh. that. I just looked over at the empty field, and it's often empty. The odd market is a thing that's what, the first Friday of a month during the summer, right? It's not every week. But right. it, I, I'm, it's so funny you mentioned it. I drove past the zoo. The L.A. Zoo is on the right side, empty, empty, parking lots empty. On the left side, that field where we had been with food trucks mm-hmm. and a band playing, and we're having yep. a picnic, uh, yeah, you, Jackie, and, yeah, yeah. Grace and I, and everything. Yep. I'm thinking, wow, it's just it, it stood out to me as just spooky that life is shut down. <laughs> It's an it is, empty it field. Is. I posted on Instagram last night, like I took a walk and my walk, the only thing different about my night walks now is that I can't pop into the bar for a beer like midway through, you know, right. and um, luckily I have pockets, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, I was walking down uh, Hillhurst and I was like, okay, it doesn't really look that much different, you know, mm. there's, maybe there's two fewer cars, you know, right. in sleepy Los Feliz, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's definitely strange, but I'm still taking my walks because my mind demands that I do it. I have to. I love that. No, walks Otherwise, are great, I'm, man. And I stay the hell away from people, but uh, then again, I always do. So <laughs> it's, it's probably best on a <laughs> late night. night walk. Yeah, you 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 go you you do late night walkabouts, man. It's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah. Oh pretty gosh, crazy. last night I'll wrap this up fast. Last night I was no, walking go. home. I was sort of I, and I was listening to um, a Sam Spade episode from the forties uh, with Howard Duff, who's actually Hillary Duff's grandfather. Um, strange, I know that. But I was walking down uh, a street near my house, and a lady was walking her dog, and we were nice and far away from each other, and she tripped on the curb and fl- fell flat on her face. <laughs> And my first instinct was to run, was to start to to cross to her, to help yeah. her. And, and and before I could catch myself, she was like, don't come near me. And I was like, oh, God, just hearing that out loud, I, it was wow. it was sort of shook, shook me up a little bit. Yeah. And, I, and I, I stopped and I sort of went, ah, <laughs> and, and I said, I'm so sorry. You know, my first instinct, I want to help. And then we both started to laugh and she was okay. But okay. we were both, you know, we both reacted to the, to the weirdness of it. You know, it was such <sighs> a strange thing. I can't help. I can't help. You know, that's, I wanted to. 
that's a situation in a, in 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 the in a nutshell right there where where it's what's so surreal. Uh, there's a my old apartment complex. There was a, an older guy that lived alone, a, a, a veteran, a, a, a tough old guy. But uh, I'm I'm been trying to find him because I don't have his number anymore, and he, and he never. <sighs> and I just I want to help him, but I'm also like I don't want to knock on his door. <laughs> and right. you know I why well, I. I you know, I feel pretty good. I don't want to assume that. And, uh, it's a weird, so your instincts are like, let me go. Who can I help? Well, helping might kill them. I can't do this. Right. It does kind of put it, some it, surreal on him. Definitely. It's, it's a stranger. It's another strange dynamic to this thing where things are so upended, you yeah. know, but, but so it goes. you know what? We get through it with the little things for the connections, finding those silver linings, you getting to spend even more time with your son and, and having him uh, mm-hmm. take an interest in things. You're there. Uh, uh, you, you and your wife always trying to find a good balance of, of life together and, and life as individuals. We do so our best. I'm, I'm sure this is a, a fun challenge, but you got to, you know, if you have at least two rooms in the place or a curtain you can put up, you're okay. You can survive. <laughs> yeah. And we have, uh, and, and we have some tequila in the house. So, uh, you know. when the tequila runs out, we'll be drinking <laughs> exactly. champagne says Daz. <laughs> oh man. Exactly. Uh, oh, great yeah, to hear your voice. Uh, I can't you wait too, to do Ken. this in person. One of the things I'm, I might never shake hands again, but I'm always going to give a good hearty hug and you're one of the ones that Absolutely. enjoy hugs. So yeah, absolutely. Me too, pal. Well, and you gotta do me a favor. Tell yeah. Send grace, my love. And, um, and you know, you take care of yourself and, you know where to find me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Owen Mugen, everybody. Owen Mugen. This is a special edition of This uh, This Is Life. Stick around. I'll be back on the other side of this break to wrap things up. But we're going to let Owen go teach his son some social studies. It's something that needs right, to be done. Take care, everybody. And everybody hang in there. See you, Owen. See you soon. Bye. See you again. Back on a special edition of This Is Life. I'm Ken Napsuck. Owen had to go. Uh, seriously, he had to go so he could teach his son social studies, and I just think that's great. Again, we're all trying to get through this here, and Owen had reached out to me a couple days ago and just was like, man, I need to get on a mic. I need to get in the ring, take some reps. And not only was it a, a pleasure of mine to give uh, Owen that opportunity, but uh, we started that show a while ago. We could bring uh, some special editions back of This Is, is Life Indeed as we uh, all work through this time. And, and like we were saying in the episode, uh, work on the little things. As information swirls around you, as uh, the, the walls seem to close in, as people you know get it, uh, maybe you have it, maybe all those kind of things. We are all in this truly together. Just keep your head in a nice level spot as best you can. And if you start to lose it, don't be afraid of that. That's natural. Just celebrate the simple things in life. That's what I like to do. I really like to celebrate candy. Transition. That You think that was a transition. You better believe it was a transition because with the, the world on fire, I'm going to turn to the little things, and that includes candy. I'm trying – I mean, I'm trying not to pack on the weight here. Grace and I are fortunate enough to have a home gym a scenario, fully functional gym, cardio options, weightlifting options, all those kind of things, uh, uh, even even yoga and, and dance if you want to do that. I, I can't do the dance part. I've done the yoga part. Um, so I'm trying to maintain. And, 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 and uh, you know, only, only only because without even it's, – it's so weird because as I said before, Grace and I work at home and have worked at home for a couple of years now. So this isn't so just the 
surface level of this whole situation isn't different than us. We have actually find ourselves uh, more busy, but also getting more done because there's not the added pressure of, uh, I got to go outside to the store or go to a friend's house or go to an event or something like that. Not that I don't miss those things and don't love those things and can't wait to get back to those things and to be feeling a little extra fortunate that I have those things in my life again. But because we can't, you kind of have to, like I was saying last week, day part your day. And I found, and I think Grace has found too, I don't want to speak for her, but like more things are getting done. I'm just kind of more productive. But despite it being a similar situation, despite it being not, again, on the surface, not different than the way I've lived my life professionally for the last couple of years, it's weird once we were on kind of this safe at home, sheltered at home, we're all locked down kind of uh, vibe situation. I just started drinking more, not out of anxiety or anything. I think just like, well, guess we have another whiskey. I've <laughs> uh, been doing really good with, with uh, better uh, eating, uh, starting to turn the corner on some stuff, some more vegan options, some more veggie options, less meat, just smaller portions, all those good things I'm supposed to do. Right now, I'm eating a bag of candy. Now, to be fair, this was a, a gift sent to me by one of our listeners. We call him Christian underscore seven, based off his excellent Twitch, uh, Twitch handle. Send me some uh, Norwegian chocolates here. Um, and I'm, yeah. So you, if you've listened to the afternoons of Josh and Ken, you've heard us talk about bamsimums, which we don't say correctly because we can't. Um, which basically just means chocolate-covered marshmallow bears. I'm As I'm talking to you right now, I actually feel flush. Like I have a, I have a sugar high and a sugar crash at the same time. The world's on fire. I've got to enjoy the simple things. And chocolate-covered marshmallow bears are on that list. So this is the last one I'm going to have today. I'm going to have it with you all right here on air. Mm. Bamsum, yes. You know what I mean? Mm. And this is it. I got I to gotta lock this bag up. Christian sent me this um, birthday care package. Mm. This is disgusting but for you, but great for me. My birthday's April 19th. You know, probably not going to have a big celebration this year. Probably going to be me, Grace, and the dogs, which is great. Well, Christian sent me this box. Mm. Hold on. Mm. Hot damn. Mmm. It's the best. Mmm. Best candy is, is in the world. It's over there. Over there. Thank you, Christian. But I've got to, I've got to clamp it down. I don't want to emerge from this 40 pounds heavier with other health problems. It's never the weight. I mean, I want to f- feel good and look good and feel proud with myself and what I'm accomplishing health-wise, but it's actually what's going on inside that's more important, right? Especially during this time. You know, sugars lower your immunity, all these things. But I've just found, and it's just, it's scary in a way. Just how, just suddenly out of nowhere, you're drinking more, you're eating more, just because you feel as though, well, there's nothing else to do. When really, for me, on the surface, not a ton different. I'm going to watch myself. You guys check me, Okay. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks for all the support during this time here of the Knapsack Files podcast feed and me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Ken Knapsack. I want to thank my executive producer supporters, Thomas Risling, Lethal Logan Expedor, Kyle, Hargo, Matt, uh, Kyle Harlow, Matt Thompson, Nathan Ovendam, uh First Rate Nate, Zach Anderson, Ty Schallenberger, Chad Benefield, Tommy Terry Green, Jonas Bergen, Andrew Siner, and now Old Hansa. Uh, Sean joining the team here. 
Appreciate it. Uh, we got some boardroom meetings coming up. I'm doing a lot more live content, YouTube, Twitch, doing the Lego builds, the brick building, as we should probably call it for legal reasons, over on twitch.tv slash catnapsock. That's been a lot of fun just hanging out with you. I'm doing a big push. I'm trying to make Twitch partner. I'm a Twitch affiliate, have been for a couple of years now. I want to make that push to Twitch uh, partner. And again, I'm just uh, as using this situation as dire as it can be, as scary as it can be, as confusing as it can be, as just, you know, annoying as it can be. Let's just all say that some being locked inside can sometimes just be annoying. And I think it's okay to own those kind of feelings and not feel as though you're being disrespectful to those who have passed on, who are afflicted or in danger. Uh, don't, don't, don't hold yourself to those kind of flames. We are all going through this with varying styles and depths and directions of emotions. This is scary. It's also annoying. It could be both. And that's kind of where I am too. But you guys, your support uh, and allow me to not just create content and put it out there for you to consume, but to be there with me, to play along with it. We truly are all in this together. That is uh, something that is something unlike maybe even some things we've experienced in these United States in, in a long time where not counting world wars, and not taking away from anything, you know, Owen mentioned uh, 9-11. He was in New York, living in New York, living in Manhattan. Different feeling than me in L.A., being afraid, thinking something might happen, but still having an entire country between me and the three locations that were directly affected, right? This has none of those boundaries. So it's everywhere, and we are truly all in here together. From the tippity-top uh, celebrity and uh, people in power all the way down to the least of us, which should be the best of us. Um, we're all going through this together. So I'm happy to be hanging out with you all here. Uh, and uh, thank you very much for allowing me to do the content, allowing me to push the things I've got. I'm not being shy. I've got a book, Why We Love Star Wars. Pick it up. I'm on Twitch. Follow me. Watch me. Listen to my podcast, even if you don't like the podcast. <laughs> Just download it. Listen it. Listen to it. Give me a listen. That helps support me as well. Uh, I also want to uh, just, you know, uh, over in the Discord server that we have here of uh, the Knapsack Files that's uh, attached to the Patreon page. Everyone over there, just we've done a wonderful job of just comforting each other, entertaining each other, um, being there with each other. Uh, so uh, I want to thank all of you over on my Discord server. Do a special shout out here to uh, a couple things here. Uh, Feeding the Monsters, a new podcast feed. I want you all to follow. It's a bevy, I say, a bevy of new shows, and it's uh, coming to you soon, coming to your ear holes, and they use uh, the hashtag FeedingTheMonsterPod, and this is brought to you by some great minds, John Mariano, Mark the Bat Kamire, Jeff Sanders, you know him a lot of the early around these parts of Scribbler, and Thomas Risling, Sir Thomas Atal, who appears with me on Casterly Talk. Uh, these uh, gents and many more voices, I'm sure, will be on this podcast feed, Feeding the Monster. So check it out. Give them a follow at FTM Podcast Feed on Twitter. Really love uh, all those guys that support me. They work with me, help develop things. Uh, and I, I can't do a lot of this without. And that's all from the people in the Discord server and all, uh, you know, friends of mine now. They're, I really think you are. So um, also, uh, I want to do a shout out to, and I'm going to be talking more about this here. Um, if you are interested in getting into voiceover, maybe you've tried it, but you want to get uh, some coaching, 
And now uh, now's the time to do it remotely, but also remotely is kind of also an option. And it's perfect timing. But my friend Tim Powers, some of you have heard him on this show. And if you listen to my radio uh, show, uh, if you're in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, and you hear me on uh, 107.5 WLDJ, Hall of Fame Rock and Roll Radio, baby. That came through my friend Tim Powers, one of my favorites. And Tim has uh, he teaches voiceover. He's a great voice, voiceover guy, and he teaches through a uh, program, a company called uh, Such a Voice. And you can go to their website. Listen up here, suchavoice.com. You sign up through them, and then you request Tim Powers. Request Tim. Tell Timmy I sent you. And just take a voiceover class from wherever you are in the world. He'll coach you. He's so good. And he's uh, coached me on things, uh, radio things, broadcasting things, uh, a lot over the over the years and is uh, such a great guy. So I uh, just want to uh, tell you guys about that. We might hear from him on a future episode here in the Knapsack Files to highlight some of the work he does over there. So that's some housekeeping. I want to thank uh, Owen Mugen for taking the time out. From his busy day teaching his son, his great son, Jack. I appreciate that. And that is this week's episode. Everyone, stick together. Stay calm. Don't panic. Have a laugh. Don't worry. We'll get through this. This is life. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.